0: content creators, you're listening to the She's Got Content Podcast, where it's all about creating content for your coaching business. I'm your host, Dr. Melissa Brown, and I'm here every week to help you get your content out of your head, out of your heart, and out into the world. Get ready to take notes and then take action, content creators. Let's dive into today's episode because you've got content to get out there. Welcome to She's Got Content Podcast. I'm pleased to welcome Rosie Batista, my great friend. Hey, Rosie. Melissa, so fun to be here. Thank you. This is like a dream come true to have you here on this podcast. I've talked about it for I don't know how long. And finally, it's here. Yay. (laughs) Yay. So my friend Rosie has, she's been making products ever since she was a little girl. Right? You started making salt dough ornaments? Yeah. You get the salts and the water and a little flour.
1: You mix it together, form your little thing, bake it, take it out, paint it.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. You were an entrepreneur. Take a paper
1: clip and break a paper clip in half and stick it in the top to be like the hook so you can See? hang it.
0: You've been an entrepreneur your whole life. Wow. You've always been creative. Yes. Yes. So from that, then you and your mom and your sister started to create children's hats, and you had those in 400 high-end boutiques across the country? Yep, we did. Wow, and that was in the days before Facebook? I and-
1: literally knocked on doors and walked in with samples. That's that, what we
0: did. That is amazing.
1: Yeah, it was. So
0: then you've actually designed high-end women's wear. You create your own cookbooks, books. Card decks, journals. Wow, you are a creative soul, and now you teach other people how to do those things with physical products. Yeah. So here's a fun fact about Rosie.
1: Uh oh. <laughs> I know this fact.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah. Rosie. When I met Rosie, she was. I think you had just done a bodybuilding contest at oh, yeah. age. 50. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Bodybuilding at age 50. Not like you've been doing it your whole life. You just decided right. you were going to do a bodybuilding contest. Right. That's right. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That was pretty amazing. People like that story and they like to see the picture. <laughs>
0: oh, the pictures are amazing.
1: Yeah. It's, it's an interesting, you know, it took some stuff to get there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, it just underscores that you can do anything that you set your mind to. That
1: is the truth for Mm -hmm. sure.
0: So Rosie, today we're going to talk about what to do to get your creativity flowing. I hear so much from clients, people on social media that they get stuck when it comes to creating content, when it comes to, maybe they call it writer's block, maybe they call it creativity block, whatever. So we're going to talk about that today. Yeah. That is the thing that we do to ourselves,
1: these blocks. These blocks come just when we're afraid of the outcome. We're afraid of what's going to happen if we put our stuff out there, which it can feel a little scary because it's really vulnerable because someone could say, oh my God, that sucks. (laughs) And so, (laughs) you know, what are they going to say? What if I get it wrong? What if it's not perfect? All those things that we do. So we block our creativity by daily things in life. Maybe we're eating too much sugar, so it's blocking our creative flow, which sugar Mm -hmm. will do that. Or we're in a fight with someone in the house, so then you're just kind of, you definitely don't feel like creating when you're in a fight with someone or pissed off at someone. So there's all these little life things that we engage in that kind of block us. And sometimes we actually unconsciously set them up so that we can say, well, you don't understand. I have so much going on in my life. I can't get to it. And we fight to the death that we're right about the fact that we can't get the stuff done. So creativity is a lot about, is really just letting yourself just open up and come out. And that takes a, a, some courage and it
0: takes some trial and error and it takes trust. and It, it also takes recognition. That's, like you said before, oftentimes we block ourselves unconsciously, we're subconsciously or unconsciously, we're not even aware that it's happening. And that example that you just gave about eating a load of sugar or the wrong foods, high carbohydrates, and then your blood sugar goes way, way down. Right. Then you're laying on the couch. Then, right. You're laying on the couch <laughs> in a coma, a carbohydrate coma. Right. And you can't do anything. All you want to do is just binge with Netflix. Right. And we're not even aware that we're doing it or making that connection between what we choose to eat, what we choose to put in our bodies and what we're able to do from a standpoint of creativity. So that's a really good point.
1: Yeah, and creativity is our divine. It's the divine looking to express through us. So we're all talented. And we're all creative in our own unique way. Only you can put your stuff out the way you do. And only I can do it the way I do it. So we're like little blenders. We take all this stuff in, mix this all together, and we produce this beautiful, I think of it like a beautiful, healthy, like colorful shake, right? Of all of the stuff. And that's what makes us each unique. But that's our divinity expressing through us. And we shut it down sometimes.
0: And that's a really good point that you made. We're all creative creatures. We're all creative souls. And even though many of us don't recognize that, or we tell ourselves a story that I'm not creative. I used to actually say, I got the logic genes. I didn't get the creative Mm -hmm. genes.
1: And And that's so so unbelievable to me. When you're telling me that now, I'm like, what? Like you are the person, you have more ideas in a day you can blow someone's head off. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so especially when you take a shower people are going to think that's weird if you're listening but yeah. melissa every time she'll say i just took a shower and then i know it's coming that yeah
0: a creative thing it just opens up creative channels for me like nothing yeah. else yeah I think that so. might
1: just really be like if you think about it that you're in there you're not really thinking about anything else the warm water is running on you or the cold water whatever and you're just oh never
0: cold oh <laughs> okay, <laughs>
1: And you're just like, you're just a being, right? You're just kind of still really, right? Mm -hmm. And then the downloads, you call them divine downloads, can just start coming to you and because you're not really blocking them at Mm -hmm. that moment. So that's all it takes is just get out of the way. (laughs) If we all just stepped out of our own way, we'd be popping out this stuff like beautiful, but we're often caught in just the minutia of
0: whatever we're complaining
1: about at the moment
0: right and the creativeness is that a word the creativeness that's in us it is now (laughs) (laughs) the creativeness that's in us all needs to come out true we need to bring it out
1: so there's nothing worse i always know if i see someone that feels like depressed hopeless they are holding back all of their gifts. And for whatever reason, their gifts are all covered up with gunk. And we can't live like that. We have to let it out. We have to let our creativity out. That's not an option. So when we're blocking it, then we're just shutting off life, living.
0: Yeah. It's like you shut off the oxygen to the creative breath. Right. So you've got some ideas to help people. If you recognize that you're blocked creatively, let's say you can't get your content out there. I hear from people who say, oh, I just open up my blog and I look at that blank screen and then nothing's there. I can't think of anything to write. Or they may start the process of doing a Facebook live. And there's a whole bunch of layers about the video camera. But then if they get past that, they still think, I don't know what to talk about. So Rosie, can you tell us some of the things that you might tell someone who feels that they're blocked creatively?
1: Yeah. So a couple of things I would say, this is what I do. And I would tell my clients to do. You're sitting there and you're like, Oh, th- I'm in the middle of an article and this list totally sucks. It's not flowing. Things should flow and it should feel easy and it should feel fun. So if it's not, Get up and go away from it. So, either take a walk, go sit and meditate, plug in some fun music that you like, go do something fun. So, for me, I would go walk around a store, go look at shoes, go look at pretty things. <laughs> that for me, right? Yeah. Do something fun and just go clean a closet or a drawer. That really helps mentally clear stuff up. So all of those things, walk, meditate, journal, fun, clean, get away from it and have your phone with you though, because I guarantee things are going to start shooting down. And what I do, then I go to notes in my phone and I start recording. I hit record and I'm like, and for me, a lot of my, for you, it's the shower. So you could take a shower. If I'm at the gym, because when I work out at the gym, I'm in the gym by myself, which I love. I always have a notebook by my that I take around the gym with me because I'm always coming up with ideas. Oh my God, let me write this down. Let me write this down. So when I get to my computer, I can. So it's just get yourself away from it and stop working at it so hard. When I say get out of your own way, it really is get out of thinking about it. Really actually think of yourself as stepping aside, doing something else to allow that creative flow, those divine downloads to come to you. And they will, I promise they will.
0: It's really true. We, we, often sabotage ourselves by just sitting there and stewing about it and getting into a deeper and darker place. And then all of those feelings,
1: being frustrated or annoyed, they don't work well with creativity. You have to think of it like the fertile soil, like a plant. You don't want to put poison soil and put a seed. It's not going to grow very nicely or at Mm -hmm. all. So, But if you have this fertile soil that's filled with excitement, and I'm so excited to do this, and this is gonna be so much fun. The seeds... The
0: seeds they just, germinate yeah, and You do have to do much,
1: right? You don't have yeah. to do much. So it's kind so of like
0: that. When you're sitting there looking at a blank screen and the words aren't coming, get up, walk around, or sit somewhere else and meditate, or take a journal, just a notebook, and start writing anything that comes to mind and then come back to it later. And you made a really important point, and that is keep your phone with you, have an app there, some type of, some way that you're going to be able to capture those ideas. Because there's nothing worse than having a very brilliant idea. I know, because that's happened to me in the shower. I <laughs> so what do you do in the shower? <laughs> you can't bring your well, phone. Well, <laughs> you know what I used to do? I had all these old lipsticks and I would write on the side of the wall and then I discovered it was actually making a problem with my grout. (laughs) Melissa that's hysterical. Yeah okay well I just outed myself on that one. You totally did but I think they actually
1: make these um, things that you can write in the shower so so they are
0: saved now. There's waterproof paper that I've discovered there's waterproof paper And there's also an idea of just keeping a notepad right right outside the shower. You can reach out and write down your ideas. The sticky notes and the little pieces of paper, you've got to get into the habit of putting them inside either Trello or some other note app, someplace where you're going to have them that you can actually retrieve them because there's nothing worse than having a brilliant idea and it just sparks into your brain and then sparks out.
1: And then the other thing, too, if you're a person like me, that if you prefer to stay away from the digital, you can just get a, a beautiful journal and have yes. that be your idea journal where things live in there until you decide to act upon them or say, you know what, I'm just going to kiss you goodbye because, which you do have to do sometime. because you know, we can't act on every idea. No. But the idea that keeps on living and growing is the one that, that takes root. That really is what we stick with.
0: Rosie, has there been a book that you would recommend to someone who feels they're really blocked creatively? They just don't seem to be a creative person. And they would challenge you when you say, everyone's creative. Is there a book you would recommend? So I have
1: two favorites, but the one that I'm going to tell you why I'm going to share this particular one, because what I struggled with for a while, and maybe people can relate, was that I had so many ideas, I didn't know which one to act on. And I couldn't get anything really done. So, and then I was like, well, I don't know which one is good, which one I should do, I'll do them all. And then again, that's another way to stop ourselves too. Yeah. right? Yeah. So, so overwhelm is also a, a block. I, uh, right. So this book is called How to Think Like Leonardo da Vinci, Seven Steps to Genius Every Day. And what I love about it is it really allows you... Leonardo was a very interesting person. He did a lot of things. So lots of times we'll make ourselves wrong or people will make us wrong because we like to do a lot of things. Well, you're too all over the place, people will say, or you have ADD and you can't. But he did so many things and he left a lot of things that weren't completely finished. But he also talks about mistakes that you have to really be willing to learn from your mistakes which I think is super important because lots of times we won't start anything because we're afraid we're going to make a mistake. So this book is just chock full of exercises. Talk about unblocking your creativity. If you're a right-handed, take your left hand and start writing with it to spark. If you always listen to rock, listen to classical music. If you never thought you liked it before. If you always look at this kind of art, go look at, if you like Renaissance art, go look at modern art so that you start to activate the different parts of your brain to think a little bit differently. So it's really, I found it just so fascinating. That's a great
0: book. um, Who's the author of this This is
1: from Michael Gelb, G-E-L-B. Okay. It was a national bestseller. Yeah, there's just lots of lists. I have it all marked up and all tagged and earmarked and post-it notes all over.
0: (laughs) Actually, some of those examples that you mentioned are really important for people to think about because you say, well, if you like Renaissance art, go look at some modern art. But many times we don't even recognize what it is that we like. So thinking about, well, what is it that appeals to me? What kind of art? What kind of design? What kind of colors? All of these kinds of just basic sorts of prompts might even be something to help spark some creative
1: that's such a great point it's because we never No, i wouldn't say we never but when was the last time you sat and really thought about what you liked or what you wanted to do so that's a whole other part right what is it actually that you because we get stuck in i'm not good at that i'm only good at this yes or i because i'm good at this i'm just going to do that but we don't know because we have so much untapped creativity available to us that we've never tried there are people that started painting in their late yeah life. grandma and like, moses right Is that an and there's plenty tons of people that start things never had time to do it because they were raising a family were making money whatever they were doing that never did their thing so it's never too late to explore and see if there's something else out there for you that you like that really fires you up because that's when you live your best life, right? If you think about, I like the example of being in love. You know, when you first fall in love and it's like everything, the world, all of a sudden everything's bright. The world, it's even the rain looks like sunshine. You You could close your eyes and think of a time when you felt like that. When you get onto the creative path of something being so like, oh my God, I'm having so much fun. You don't know what time it is. You forget to pee. You forget to eat. (laughs) When I'm shopping and I'm really inspired by the way something's put together or these fabulous designs that were so creative, honestly, I never know what time it is and I never would stop for anything. In the zone.
0: You're in in the the zone. zone. In the zone. In the creative zone. (laughs) It's so sad that so many people are never able to get into the zone. They don't recognize what puts them into the zone or they don't allow themselves to get into the zone. So true. There's something really creative that you've brought into the world, and that's taking people's content and turning it in, into card decks. Tell us a little bit about how you got involved with creating card decks. For me, just because I
1: like to make things and I always used cards for myself, like. Oracle cards, tarot cards, angel cards. I decided to make my own deck. I guess now it's going on 12 years ago. And the process was so much fun. The idea was so much fun. I saw how people were engaging with them. And it's just a really great way to put your gift into someone else's hand to help someone else with. So whatever you're really good at, you're helping someone else learn this concept or engage with this new concept and get it out there. Just as an example, since we're really talking about creativity, the graduate from my card deck course where I teach people how to do it, she is a fine oil painting artist. She does flowers is her thing and she makes these beautiful paintings. She decided to make a card deck because not everybody can afford to buy her paintings. She made a deck of 48 cards, all her original oil paintings, which are fabulous. She puts a little wooden easel with them and people can have that, have a whole deck of her artwork. And she has a beautiful sayings on the back, beautiful inspirations. She calls it inspired beauty. And she, um, she had 250 decks printed. She really took the leap to do that. Mm -hmm. And she sold already 175. Wow. She even launched it. So that's like expansive creativity, right? Because she thought outside of, well, I'm just painting on a canvas and then she took her beautiful words that she's always speaking to people put them together with her painting in something that people could be inspired by and she's making money and she's making someone happy when they look and
0: at so them. many more people will enjoy her creative works because right. now it's affordable they'll have not just one but 48 of yeah. her beautiful beautiful paintings Right. I saw an example of this, and it's gorgeous. Right. And so that's just one example,
1: but there are many people doing that. And you don't have to be an artist to create a deck of cards. This is the thing with creativity, where people get confused. It's not about that you are a specific type of artist. We're all artists of something. It's not a specific type of artist. Some people bake the most magnificent cakes that that are works of art. Right. Mm -hmm. So whatever it is, whatever you put together in this beautiful way that inspires other people that's your gift that you can keep on sharing so yes i teach people to do that in the form of a card deck and it's super cool it's super cool
0: we may have people who are kind of latching onto that idea when they heard about card decks and they may think well that's okay for an artist but i'm a blogger or I'm a coach and you've got some really cool gifts that you're gonna share with us so that you can help any of those people out there who think that, well, A, they don't have the creative gene and they can't create a card deck or B, this is not for me. So what is it that you've prepared to share with us today?
1: So I did a little bit of shopping And I shop for us. I love to shop. So I did shopping for you. Awesome. (laughs) I did, Melissa. I went onto Amazon and I just looked up different kinds of card decks that different businesses were making. So I put those together in a little video that will inspire you. I guarantee when you see it, you'll be like, oh, there's a card deck in my business. Yes. Because all it is, is taking your genius and putting it into these little digestible golden nuggets of information onto a card deck, but you'll see what other people are doing and you'll see what's out there and all the different topics that people use. And so it's just a fun video for you to be inspired by and get out of your own way, step aside, watch the video, and then go for a nice walk in the woods and see what happens.
0: I've seen this video and it is very inspiring. I think there are so many people who could benefit from having a deck of cards, and there's so many, many more people who will benefit when you create your deck of cards. So I'll make sure that all that information is in the show notes, the links, so you can get a hold of that with Rosie. Rosie, where can people find you? Where can they connect with you?
1: So you can find me at rosiebatista.com. You can find me on Facebook, Rosie Batista. And you can find me on Instagram at Queen of Card Decks.
0: The Queen of Card Decks. Okay. Thank you so much, Rosie. This has been such a pleasure to talk about creativity and hear about your Card Deck course. Let's all think about what we can do. What can we create? What can we create more of and put out in the world? Can I read?
1: I have one of my cards that's called I Am Creativity.
0: Oh, you pulled a card for us
1: today. It's called, I am creativity. Even though you can't see it, the front of it says, I am creativity. Okay. And I will read the back and it says, creativity is my very essence. I am at every moment creating. I choose to make beautiful things that inspire, motivate and enhance the world.
0: Awesome. I love it. All right. Thank you so much, Rosie. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you everyone for listening. Please subscribe and leave a review for She's Got Content podcast and tag me on Instagram at Dr. Melissa Brown. That's D-R Melissa, M-E-L-I-S-S-A. Brown like the color with hashtag She's Got Content and tell me your biggest takeaway from our session here today with Rosie. Thank you so much and goodbye. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode of the She's Got Content podcast. If you got value from today's episode, You know, it would mean the world to me when you leave a five-star rating wherever you listen to podcasts. You can even leave a thoughtful review on Apple Podcasts, and you just might receive a shout-out on the show as my content creator of the week. Don't forget to head over to she'sgotcontent.com forward slash content and pick up your free workbook. Never run out of content ideas. Until next time, you've got an audience waiting to hear from you, and you've got content to share with them stop being the best kept secret and make a bigger impact when you've got your content out in the world. Until next week, content creators, keep creating content.